Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions so i'm so excited to have another guest on the show today who is cora yay welcome cora yay. <laughs> so just to give a bit of background i have met cora for about four or five years ago and we can't actually remember where we met right because I think we we went to the same uni and we went to a house party and then I can't remember what happened in the house party because <laughs> you know uni days yeah I think it, I was still so new and there were so many people that night that but I just I remember you and Susie very well yeah and then, that's one thing for sure yeah and then I think like we just started growing up in the same kind of circle and then yeah the next thing you know like we've gone on like three four holidays now and like yeah. become one of my really closest friends and I'm just really excited to kind of have uh, have her on board and to kind of share her story as well and kind of you know even in the self-love journey like Cora's been there since day one she's always showed support and I think you have you know how it all began kind of thing right so thank you for your support and also I'm just excited to have you here so yeah but for, for maybe people that don't know you should we start with name age and occupation Okay, so my name's Cora, I'm 24 years old, and I'm an A&E staff nurse. Firstly, save the NHS. No, was it thank you to the NHS? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's thank you, NHS. Thank you, NHS, yeah. So, yeah, since Cora's in the nursing world, like, I'm sure that with the recent situation and stuff, like you've been busy and working and all of that. So, yeah, just big ups to all the nurses and NHS in general. Before we jump in, how has it been, like, working there and, like, you know, I guess like I guess we'll delve into your career and how you ended up becoming a nurse and specifically an A&E nurse but in general like how has it been working in this current climate? Um, in the beginning it was really difficult because there were so many changes policies and procedures every single day it was different mm -hmm. so you literally just don't know what you're going to walk into but I think at the moment we have adapted very well with what um, current situation is I think everyone's working as best as they can mm. with the resources we've got and yeah so I think we've adapted quite well for the past maybe eight nine weeks now mm. into the situation and obviously looking after patients it's still the best that we want it to be mm, exactly. especially with teamwork and all that yeah and I think like from a personal point of view like how have you dealt with this whole situation like because I know that's quite a big you know toll on your physically mentally like the whole thing like how have you dealt with that like on a personal level um personally i think um having good support system at work really helps because like we're quite a big team we're all practically all the same age mm. so we have each other's back like we have at work that's why we're quite lucky that we are still able to go to work we still have people that we see we still talk to people mm. and i think that social interaction really um helped my mental health Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i think just having like really good friends and good peers at work um is what's making me go to work every day like, mm. then i think right now like community and like, having that support system is important more than ever right especially yeah. considering we are all isolated and 
you can't get exactly. to, you don't get to see them in person and stuff right yeah exactly Ooh. yeah yeah i'm sure we'll be fine and yeah we'll come out of it stronger whatever happens but yeah thank you for everything that you do once again but i guess like delving into the podcast and you know like like i mentioned the whole kind of premise is understanding your tales and what made you who you are maybe i'll start off by asking this first question and then we can kind of delve into it as we go along but like from mm-hmm. a personal point of view like what would you say like your biggest kind of motivation is and like what like really drives you in a way in terms of like in any aspect of your life um personally um what drives me is the challenges like i like i love seeing the changes i've done over the past few years like just like learning new things uh, and just improving skills that what's really drives me because i can actually see the improvements i've done with myself like i think discipline is like really important like important mm-hmm. for example like with fitness and stuff at the moment it's a bit lacking so you know gym's closed same <laughs> but i do same try don't to, worry <laughs> but i do try to walk at least once um to work which takes an hour that's mm. which is quite a long time to walk but i think even just that um really helps just like having the discipline even though i don't want to walk to work i'm like telling myself you need to walk you know you need the exercise so mm. having that discipline is really helpful for me mm-hmm yeah and I think like you mentioned like you like you know challenges and knowing like that you know you've made an impact on in whatever scenario like um where would you say that has been the most evident like would you say that was been mostly part of your uni life or your work or like you know side hustles or whatever you have like what kind of challenges um have you kind of taken upon yourself um for example with work there's like some things that's really scary but I think what helps is having that your like seniors are there to support you mm-hmm. and like there's so many things that I would have never imagined that I would able to do now mm-hmm. and like it's just constantly at work that's what I love about like the medical field every day is different you learn different things every day mm. and um, I think that's what motivates me it's just like the challenge the changes and mm. that's why I adapt really easily like I would I can work in different hospitals and just like able to get along with people like learn really quickly on my feet and I think that's a really important survival skill yeah especially Especially in A&E right yeah exactly so like like, we don't know high-paced everything's like it has to be on during the time and exactly but you have to think quickly also critically and also safely like that so many things that goes on in our minds constantly like is this safe am i like how's my patient like things like that and am i safe am i putting myself at risk doing this mm-hmm. like it's a lot of risk-based assessments each time and and that can be a challenge at times when you have so many things mm. that you need to achieve within such a short period of time and i think that it's also problem solving isn't it like mm. figuring out what to prioritize mm. yeah and i think that from your own like this is say because i know you and you told me about the story but like the fact that you changed from the cancer ward to the a&e ward as well right like that was a bit of a i'm sure that was a bit of a challenge right for for you to kind mm. of make that move and you had to go through some procedures internally process for you to actually find a spot in that ward like what made you kind of change that ward and 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 how was that process? I've always wanted to work in in A&E, like even since second year student. I was a bit gutted my third year that I didn't get a chance to work in A&E. Mm. Um, but in hindsight, I think I'm glad I wasn't exposed so early on. I'm glad that I 
had that chance later on in my career. Mm. It's like in a way you worked your way up, right? Yeah, exactly. So like I had, I needed to work in different areas to learn different types of skills before I'm able to work there. Mm. And you made this move and like, would you say that has been like a good decision and it's aligned with kind of like what you want to do career wise? Yes, I, I don't really think that I made the right decision by moving because there's just so much progress, like there's progression within our um, field, like the specialty, especially with emergency nursing. Mm. Like you can be an emergency nurse practitioner, which is one of the things that I want to do in the future. Mm. But again, it will take some time, but that doesn't bother me because again, it's not a race. It's like how you make it to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and I think like that has been a big kind of challenge from a career point of view and that has been a motivation and it's clearly kind of worked out for you and I'm sure it will work out in the future and stuff as well. But I guess from like our own kind of personal point of view, like you're very creative, you like to do all of those kind of things. Like how what what kind of stuff do you do? And like, you know, once again, like why why do you do it? Outside Um, of work, right? When you think about challenges apart from like your walking and your fitness side of things as well, like you're always like creating new things and doing new stuff right like how I guess that would fall under the challenges bit as well right yeah it's a challenge to find space to put all my things in (laughs) but just (laughs) but like recently I just got into digital artwork and Mm. I'm actually so obsessed that's literally all I do that's all I think about I just want to keep creating things Mm. um constantly and it's so great to be able to finish a piece and mm. like i'm so proud of this i made this mm. and like my other like forms are like for example i used to write like poems back in uni i kind of like stopped doing that maybe maybe i should do it again i don't know mm. but at the moment my i just been really focused on digital artwork and then before that i've also been doing like paints you've received one of my cards yeah it's amazing i got i got a little thank you card from cora <laughs> <It's a little laughs> like again i was so discouraged at the beginning because like i haven't sketched in so many years like so many years i think the last time i properly sketched was college mm-hmm. and i was what 16 17 mm. so it was a challenge for me because i'm like so discouraged that it looks really ugly mm. or like it's not good enough but I think it re- it's like things like this like discipline con- continually doing it practice does make things better it won't be perfect but it does get better mm, exactly and that's so interesting because I guess like going back to the premise of the ordinary tales like obviously you're a nurse and you know that's your daytime job but like there is so much more to you than just your career and I think delving into these side hobbies like being creative and you know maybe people wouldn't have known that or it might not come natural but in a way is that like creative outlet right where you can Mm -hmm. showcase and and like you mentioned like you know you can't stop thinking about it and you enjoy it so much clearly shows that this is a true passion of yours right which you should definitely pursue and and I guess when you're doing these kind of things, like, do you feel like you learn more about yourself as well, in a way? Yeah, like, I learn what kind of things I want to do, and I also learn what things I don't want to do. Mm. Like, um, for example, I think I'm really bad at drawing portraits, but I feel like I will get there once I've learned all the skills at the basic level. Like, that's what the thing is, like, you need to start at the bottom mm. to get what you like want to be 
Mm, exactly. Yeah. And I think like from everything that you said as well, like you mentioned that discipline is probably the biggest thing, like in any aspect, right? Like whether it's trying to create an artwork or walking to work or just like, you know, dealing with life in general. And I think that's the biggest kind of takeaway from your side, right? In terms of like really what drives and motivates you, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how you get better. You need to be disciplined. Like sure, you'd be motivated, but motivation only goes so much but you need to discipline it's all about self-control like Mm -hmm. you need to have that self-control to be able to make that change for yourself and your community Mm, exactly and I guess like um I I do think that self-control is the biggest thing and I think for me like when there's when it's food involved like (laughs) that self-control kind of goes out the window like there's a brownie or whatever right but like how have you kind of practiced that in a way like I just think about my future self with discipline because like in the present time oh my god this sucks I don't want to do this right now Mm. but if you think about it like that small little habit that you've created over the period of I don't know days and weeks um that will become a behavior Mm. and that will be you know what I see how discipline works like just little habits that you create every day and then it just becomes natural. Like, for example, like, this is really silly, like brushing your teeth. Mm. Like, you need to do that every day where you see, like, if you don't brush it for a week, you will see the difference it makes. So it's, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like... No one's going to want to be around you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I see it. It's like just those little change, like those little habits that you make on your daily life will, you know, make a difference. Yeah, I think you're right because it starts with those baby steps which leads to, like, discipline and then sorry through discipline you, you make those maybe steps and then it turns into a habit which turns into a behavior and then I think that turns into you as a character you know yeah. and then like no matter what you have in the future like you will know how to come kind of deal with the situation right so no I think that's a really good point in terms of anything that you do yeah so I think like from like now knowing like what drives you and kind of now that we got to know kind of like who you are as a person like I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot that's happened in your life which has helped you to be who you are from a personal, professional, like the whole kind of point of view. But like, if I was to ask you now, like, you know, like one kind of situation or an experience or an event that has really shaped you to be who you are, like, what's the first thing that comes in your mind? Appreciate me. I think making that decision of going to uni and moving out of my parents' house. Yeah. I think that shaped me to be who I am because otherwise I would still be living with my parents like don't get me wrong I love my parents but there was no way I would have grown into who I am if I still stayed there with that comfort mm. and with me it's really weird but I don't like being too comfortable mm. Mm. like of, of course of course like with your your um how home you want to be comfortable but like in a being like I don't like being too comfortable. I don't like to be still. I don't like being stuck. Mm. So for me, like I grew up in Exeter. I was born in Philippines. I moved around quite a lot, like since I was a kid. And to be honest, I'm in London now. I feel like I would stay here, but I think university really changed me to who I am. Mm. Yeah, and I think you're right because a lot of people do get comfortable, right? In the sense of like, Mm going into uni and they don't want to leave their mum's house and that little safety bubble but I think you making that move and especially going to like Bristol as well which is quite far and I think 
I'm sure it is quite uncomfortable in the beginning, but like doing that has probably like once again going back to self development. Like it, nowadays, uni might seem such a obviously everyone does it kind of thing. From but from a, like a personal point of view, I'm sure that has it was kind of like a big step for you to like be who you are and be comfortable like you know doing things like traveling and all these other things right yeah 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 definitely what what about uni like made you like different and grow in a way like obviously moving out is the first step but like what part of uni made you grow more because I guess the whole premise to show self-development and you know how have you kind of grown as a person but like what what within uni made you grow um I think like honestly it's my course and because with um being a student nurse we had to constantly be in placement all the time we had to adapt so quickly um so each placement would be at least like eight weeks or 12 weeks so it does vary for how long depends how long you've been a student nurse Mm -hmm. and I think that's how I grow because I'm always thrown in deep end where you know nothing and you're thrown in there to learn and think on your feet mm. and I think that's a valuable skill I've learned during uni just like thinking for yourself mm. like I can't rely on my mom to tell me what to do like that kind of thing and I think um, being independent also like shaped me to, who, to be who I am today yeah and I think you're right like in a way like you, the reason that has kind of the uh, uni has is because you kind of got that independence right which you wouldn't mm-hmm. have normally and I think independence is such a powerful tool in terms of um being kind of content with yourself and and kind of being able to fend for yourself and the thing is like obviously our parents love us and you know they brought us up and you know that made us who we are but at the same time like there's only so much saving someone else can do right you need to save yourself mm-hmm. in a way you know yeah definitely yeah and that's that's how independence comes into play in that sense right mm-hmm yeah and I think that apart from course and stuff what else did you get up to like um Um, so I've worked various jobs I was a working student since um since I was 16 I've always had a part-time job um when I was in uni I was in student union I'm not sure if you remember yeah of course (laughs) I worked in there for two years and then I got promoted into kitchen supervisor that was quite exciting (laughs) yeah that that upgrade (laughs) yeah the upgrade of being a supervisor (laughs) yeah yeah. did a lot of that like I just worked so much I was basically a workaholic there was no day that I wasn't working I I would either be in uni placement or at work Mm. but at at other times I did meet a lot of people Mm. and that was quite interesting because there's some there's very many um creative souls in bristol that was quite nice to like mm. be in because like in exeter there was there wasn't that much it was quite i suppose posh place to be mm. living in mm. but in bristol everyone was very free they were able to do what they kind of believe in mm. and I, that's really cool like to have learned about that that's true and i think like uh, in a way like being around those creative souls kind of helped you be- probably make you think like okay I can do that as well right or like I can get you know I'm sure you got kind of inspiration from them to kind of shape Mm -hmm. you once again right yeah 
and also like I kind of got into photography like I've met a few people back in the days and I used to model for them and then they also taught me like how to improve like photography and stuff like that so mm. I think that's pretty cool that I met those people exactly and I think once again meeting the being in that situation and meeting those people has helped you um find one of your other passions right which is photography yes. and I think like from everything that you said around you know you having to like be adaptable to different placements and like you um find getting a job in the student union and everything like it's clear that you are you know your work ethic is quite like strong and like you know that has in a way like I think that's instilled upon you maybe from a very young age and maybe from like a family point of view as well like I don't know if like what would you say why would you say your work ethic is the way it is um so it's all because of my family so growing up I was my grandmother she ran a restaurant so obviously I see how hard she works all the time I used to be the cashier I was terrible at it I didn't know how how to count very well how old are you? <laughs> I think I was like probably seven, eight, nine, ten, like yeah. around this age. Yeah. Like probably was just wash the dishes. <laughs> but like just seeing my grandma growing up with my grandma, um, like I can see how hardworking she is. And also with my mom, she moved to England, I think 2003. Mm-hmm. And like she was constantly working because she wanted us to have a better life. Mm. And like those two women are literally like so inspiring to me they're just that's where I got my hard working um ethic from and like my like my grand my other grandmother mm. also very hard working like she would literally do anything and everything she would I would remember when we were, we were younger she would be gardening at 7 a.m she would be sweeping she'd just clean all the time and like she just constantly on the move Mm-hmm. And that's why for me, I don't like being stuck. I like being on the move. It's because that's how I grew up in. Mm. Like my my family like showed me that um, you need to work um, for yourself. Yeah. And like that's where I got that ethic from. Yeah, I love that. And I think like it's clear that, you know, like the fact that you had those kind of strong uh, role models to look up to has been such a big kind of character builder for you as well. And I think having mm-hmm. a work strong like hard work ethic is so important in all aspects of your life like no matter what you do um and I think that links back to the whole discipline side of things right like if you really want to master something or be good at your job or do stuff like it's that habit and the habit can only be achieved through that hard work ethic right which you've clearly kind of instilled upon your life and to kind of shape you to be who you are Mm -hmm. that gives a good summary into you know who you are and bit of your background what you do and kind of what your motivations are and I think the next kind of part of um next part of the talk is all around the future right the extraordinary dreams and like the things you want to achieve and I think like that's the fun bit right where we can talk about what what do you actually want to do so I guess that I could ask you one question and then we can kind of take it as we go along um but Mm -hmm. my question to you Cora is what do you want your legacy to be Oh, my legacy. I think I just want to be inspiring. Like, that's one thing that I want to be. Like, I want to inspire people to do better for themselves. Like, it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter if you're rich, you're poor. You know, if um, some something traumatic happened to you in the past. But, like, I want to inspire people to do what's 
best for them and doesn't harm others. I think that's really important because like some people would do um, what's best for them, and but yeah, they would trample on other people. I don't um, advocate for that. Like you have to do what's best for yourself, but not harm others. I think that's really important, and I think people should go with that. You know, exactly. Yeah, and I love that, and I think you know that is a great way because obviously when we think about legacy it seems like you know it needs to be something grand and you know you have to make something or do something but I think you're in terms of what you just said it's like literally being that light and and inspiring everyone around you and I think like going back to family and you know you're a sister right you're an older sister like I'm sure you're already like an inspiration to your to your little brothers and all of that and I'm sure that whatever you will do in the future will definitely inspired them and others around you and I think like you know inspiration can come in different ways like it could be from your you know like what you've done maybe in your current situation you can say that you worked with COVID patients right like that's definitely something you could tell your grandkids about in the future but like have you thought about um, any other ways that you will actually kind of reach that goal in a way right and I think it's obviously it's a very future looking statement it could be in many formats but have you got some idea around how you will kind of work towards that inspiring others um i think it's just being vocal of like your journey like just telling people like not exactly obviously step by step what you did to get there but just like (laughs) Like showing some parts of your (laughs) just like showing some parts of your life like oh look this is what i've done i hope i've inspired you but not saying in those specific words per Mm -hmm. se just saying like oh she's doing that maybe I should do that like that kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. I think like thing about inspiration is that it shouldn't be like I am going to inspire you it should come naturally you know yeah exactly yeah and I think like if you do something and you know make someone else do it like I think that is in a way like your kind of legacy right and what mm-hmm. you said about being vocal like it's just speaking up right sharing your story and like yeah I guess like when we I think when we go like traveling and stuff like we like to share our experiences and like you know what we ate and what we do and I think that's a huge part of like I'd say who we are right because we want to share our experiences yeah. like and share our story uh, in terms of mm-hmm. what we do so no I think like that makes sense in terms of you know how can you actually show up and and showcase mm-hmm. who you are right yeah yeah more further point of view like would you say like in terms of like helping doing that inspiration and I think this kind of is a segue into the next question but is are there any like role models that you look up to in terms of like building that legacy in a way again I think it's my mom she's my role model <laughs> yeah how yeah, come like, um it's like my mom's story so she was from like a poor family like you know she she didn't have much things when she was growing up and she would tell me these stories and I think over time that inspired me to do better and like she worked so hard for us to do better Mm. and like she's so hard working like no matter what life throws at her she always um comes out better and stronger and I really admire that Mm. yeah and I think like that that's probably the biggest thing as an inspiration point of view right yeah I think yeah and I can completely relate to you as well like especially coming from like maybe not having much right I think that will definitely make you embrace what you what you do have and what you will have in the future Mm 
Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing that. And I guess I'm like, moving on to the next um, part of the, the final kind of question is all around, you know, any recommendations, right? And I think I mentioned on the email as well, like if you've got any like um, books or self-development tips to recommend, like maybe like, you know, if there's one book that you've read or a podcast that you listen to, like, is there some recommendations that you want to share with like people listening in terms of what's worked for you in terms of your development? Um, so last year I was going through a lot of hard stuff and like for example like moving new jobs like just a lot of things were happening last year with like family friends and all that um, the book that really spoke to me was by Mark Manson The Subtle Art of Not Giving a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which was actually um, recommended by one of my really good friends Maiko she showed this book to me and I was just hanging out in her room and I just picked up this book and I was like oh my god I need to get this mm. and I think that's one book that I still recommend to this day it's it's very it's brilliant it's funny and yet it's so truthful that you can, it's easily applicable to your own daily life mm-hmm. yeah and I've, I've seen that book before and like I, I haven't like read it but like yeah I, I'm definitely that's definitely on my list as well yeah, it's like it's such an easy read, but it's like it's given like it's impacted my life till the, now. Mm. That I'm gonna what, reread the book a year later. <laughs> yeah, and I think like the ne- if you read it again, I think you'll take more things away, right? Depending on how you've developed as a person, because I think I mentioned yeah, this exactly. on one of the other podcasts. Is like you can read the same book, but depending on what mm-hmm. part of life you are in, like it will yeah. have a different meaning. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I think like what did you love about it? Like what what was the key takeaway from that book for you? Apart from, I think it's just title, so right? <laughs> like not giving her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, how it's written that it's not too formal. Mm. Like it's just it's quite easy to read, but um, there's just like teachings within each chap- chapter. Like it would apply to all these famous people that you would not really think about, and you're like, oh yeah, that's um, where that story kind of probably came from. Mm. and then he applies their story to his life and then how it can be applied to your life like that's what I like about that because it always like I think it always starts with like a story of a historical person in the past and like he kind of like um, pinpoints what they've done better what they've done wrong or what they've done that was good Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and like yeah and like you know when you read that how how did it change your life in, in like did it change then and there or was it more just like some of the learnings that you took that forward that has been helpful, you know? I think it was just gradually just, it's in the title, it's just not giving a, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not giving a... Because like um, before that, I just cared too much about things that I shouldn't really care about. Mm. Like, that's one thing that really spoke to me about that book like it is quite self-explanatory but mm. in hindsight like I just care too much as a person um and the thing is I don't need to care too much about the little things that doesn't matter I always think would this matter mm. in five weeks time yes or no would it matter in a year yes or no like that's how I think about it mm. like so for example like and something's happening at the moment that I'm like no um I do care about this. It's not going to change within five weeks. So that's why I'm acting upon it. Mm, 
I think that's so important because like when we do have hardships or you know when we are faced with difficulties like you, you, you get so consumed by it and you, like you mentioned like you care too much and I think like we as human beings as well like it's so easy to like dwell on the problem a lot but I think there is some sort of like something liberating about letting it go and like not letting it impact you and I think what you said about like not caring too much obviously you can't be reckless and like not care Mm -hmm. at all because you don't want to burn bridges or like burn your friendships and stuff but I think it's like prioritizing what matters and what doesn't and I think what you said around figuring out you know is this going to matter in five weeks time no then drop it but if it is then then you'll be like okay I need to do something about it right yeah exactly so yeah you need to do something you need to be vocal you need to be that person that you want to like help you achieve that you know what I mean because like it's just putting what matters in like like two sides you know like I don't know um would the sun bother me if it didn't shine for five days probably (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah that's true we love a bit of of D, don't we (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah it's just like or silly little things like oh no one said hi to me and I'm like would that bother you in five hours time no like Mm. drop it leave it let it go yeah that's true I think like the key message here is like being comfortable letting things go right and and, like the title suggests not giving a (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> as it says so no that makes sense so I think that's the first book that comes to you right in, in terms yeah. of what's really shaped you and like is there anything other sources or you know any other like thing that you just do that you want to add or you know you want to see um, that one I love uh, you probably you guys have did you buy that book that I recommend you by Oprah yeah the path made clear yes that yeah. one yeah so I was obsessed with Oprah like for such you and you and me both you and me both literally i still am i think (laughs) yeah um so it started with just like listening to her um podcasts so i don't remember what it was called i think it was super soul and masterclass yeah super soul sundays or something like that right super soul conversations or something yeah super soul conversations yeah i love that podcast there's like some guests that were there and then they just told their stories and i'm like wow everyone's story is different and yet not not every celebrity is a celebrity like they all came from somewhere right mm, exactly like, they are also successful people they got where they were because of their hard work discipline and believing in themselves mm-hmm. Oprah is one of my biggest idols as well and you're right like the podcast is great in that sense where mm-hmm. you get other people on board and you get to hear their stories right and I think yeah. once again that I think that's a good wrap up of the premise of what we're recording at the moment as well like mm-hmm. there is so much more to give from stories and people relating and I think like even just you sharing your story today like I'm sure yeah. someone can relate to that and mm-hmm. that's what people are going to remember right people aren't going to care about the grade that you got or like the money yeah. that you have it's the stories that you share and you know going exactly. back to what your legacy what you want your legacy to be it's about inspiring mm-hmm. others and, and hopefully making them think of think a certain way right Mm-hmm. yeah definitely and also to add about stories like one thing that I love about my job is finding out about my patient's stories mm. and like how I've met the, this this is a stranger I've met them for five minutes and yet we find out so much intimate things about them and it's so fulfilling that they're able to trust us with that information mm. and like having that trust that we you know 
it's confidential like no one will know like our conversation and that's quite um, special to me like knowing their story mm. sometimes they know my story but not all the time but it's just finding out about them mm-hmm. and I think that's really really lovely yeah and I think I remember you telling us that in one of our conversations that we had in holiday and like some people that come to your wards or you know especially in your in your previous one in the cancer ward I remember you mentioning how like they some people probably don't ever ask them how things are or like you know they don't get to have these conversations so like even you being that a or like listening into their story it probably means so much more to them as much as it means to you and I think like you Mm -hmm. mentioned it is such a rewarding thing right it's like this human that you've never met before and they're willing enough to be vulnerable and share their thinking and their way of life and I'm sure you can learn so much from them as well right yeah definitely Mm. like I've learned so much from my patients not just clinically but just who they are as a person and I'm like that's amazing that you are you and I'm learning from that that's what I mean about us learning continuously at work it's not just our skills that we um, define and enhance it's also like I feel like we do enhance some patients lives they might not um, be grateful Mm. but to those that are grateful it's very rewarding yeah definitely and I think I was having a chat with someone at work and you know we were talking about how like obviously every role and every career is important in its own way but I think with the recent situation with COVID going on like I think it really puts into perspective like what matters and you know what Mm -hmm. is fulfilling and for you to be able to go out and help these people in need when they need it the most I think from your point of view that is your legacy right you you've helped yeah. someone or you listen to someone's stories like I think just know that that is going to be a legacy and that is definitely going to inspire or heal heal people from your from your help and your existence right yeah yeah exactly but no I think that is a good that rounds up the last question of the podcast and hopefully that was fun for you and like you know yeah. thank you so much for like sharing your story and like you know these are the conversations we have all the time anyway don't we like we talk yeah, about exactly on holidays so it literally fills up one of our conversations but I'm glad to, to kind of I'm glad to actually record it on this format and for you to kind mm-hmm. of be yourself and and share your story once again so thank you so much for today's time and you know I'm sure we're gonna catch up in the future and I'm also thinking of doing like panel sessions and yeah I think that would be quite a fun kind of convo right we could even talk about career or uni and maybe traveling because I know that traveling is a huge part of like your life and my life as well and Mm -hmm. that's a whole another topic right but once again thank you for your time today and also for everything that you've done for me and like you know like all the memories that we've built and I'm sure that we can we're going to create many many more memories together so no thank you so much definitely weeks I'm so glad you've created for this podcast I'm so so happy (laughs) yeah and I think like you were there when you know this idea came up again didn't it and you were like oh my god and like you were always you've always been supportive so I'm glad that this is coming to life and I'm also more glad that you you get to be on it to kind of share your story and imagine looking back at this in 10 years time and thinking oh my god like I always had that drive and I think that's the whole premise of this show as well Mm -hmm. and if I can you know bring people on board and also um help them share the story but it also helped me build better relationships with the people in my life right so it's literally all a win-win-win so yeah all good fun so thank you so much again and we'll catch up soon bye Bye. thank you guys
guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast hope you guys found it as enjoyable as i did recording it and if you want to share some feedback or show some support feel free to follow me on at self tough sundays with a double s on instagram and i look forward to catching you same time next week thank you bye